News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The housing crisis has been to the fore of the new agenda in the dial in the past week. President Michael D. Higgins, of course, stated that the housing crisis the country has been battling isn't a crisis, it's a disaster. And in the wake of the comments on last Wednesday's show, Senator and former Tonisha Michael McDowell also criticised the role of city and county councils uh, for their part of the crisis. City managers uh, um, are presiding over huge budgets. I mean, Dublin City Council has a budget of, of roughly a billion euros. It's not building any homes. Uh, and going around the north inner city, uh, which I did recently, um, uh, just to check on this, the amount of um, apartments uh, which are blocked up um, on the ground floor, for some reason, it must be to do with uh, um, the difficulty of, 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 of uh, social behaviour or something like that, is huge. The amount of vacant sites is huge. The amount of um, uh, derelict sites, unused uh, properties is huge. Okay. I mean, if, if we were serious about this, the Dublin city manager would pay more attention to that than uh, marking out bicycle lanes. Uh, Colleen O'Reilly is the Assistant Chief Executive with Dublin City Council with responsibility for housing and community service and joins us on the line. So you hear the criticism there from Michael McDool uh, last week and just remind people uh, what President Higgins said. He said that all the county managers and the directors of services all over the country have a good look at what was happening in Kildare where he was speaking and asks themselves, why aren't we doing something similar? What is stopping us. So, Colleen, what is stopping you? Well, Kira, to, to be honest, we we have many projects like the project in Kiltare on site at the moment. Um, Dublin City Council currently has 1,214 uh, units on site for delivery in 2022 and 2023. We have 642 at the tender stage, 4,000 at planning design stage. We'll also bring in 1,800 Part 5 units over the next five years. 400 of those will be this year. So we do have a very strong pipeline of delivery um, you know, under Housing for All and we're confident that we can deliver the required number of units under Housing for All. So Michael McDowell saying uh, the city manager needs to look uh, at himself. They are not building any houses. You disagree. You are? Well, we've 1,214 units currently on site that will deliver this year and early next year. So we places like Cornamona, Bonham Street, Springvale, Dominic Street, Bunratty Road, North King Street, and we've units coming on stream. So the fact of the matter is we are. We have 1,214 units on site as we speak. Um, he also mentioned there the number of vacant and derelict uh, buildings in the city or in the county of Dublin. How many vacant or derelict buildings are in this city? Do you have the figures? Well, it's, there, there's, the, the issue with the figures and the number of vacant and derelict, and sometimes it's your definition of vacant and derelict, but the, the issue is that there's different ways of ca- counting it. So there's you know, the CSO does a count on it and then local authorities do the count themselves. We have a programme uh, of Buy and Renew and we've identified 721 potential vacant buildings that we can acquire and redo over the next five years. So that, that's our key programme. The other thing um, the Senator mentioned is a boarded up local authority units. So they're what, they're what we call voids. So void unit is a unit, a local authority unit that's not in use. It's generally not in use for two reasons. One, somebody's moved out recently and it's been redecorated for the next tenant. Or in the case of the ones I think Senator McDowell was talking about, um, they're past the end of their life and they're for regeneration. So if you know the flat complex there on Dorset Street, 
Um, a lot of those units in that are empty. We recently got planning permission and we'll be delivering 158 units there in the next two and a half years. So that's, it's part of a regeneration programme and that's why they're void. They're past the end of their life. You say 721 derelict or vacant um, buildings or units, that's what you've identified. That seems pretty conservative, I have to say. Yeah, like I suppose we have to look at what we can deliver and what's deliverable for us. I I think sometimes when it comes to vacancy, people take a rather simplistic view of a vacant unit and they think if you just paint it, somebody can live in it. We we did a very interesting uh, conference on vacancy before Christmas. And the reality is that if the, a lot of these are in private ownership and if it was economically viable and it made sense, the private owner would do it themselves. So you have to ask yourself, why, why isn't that happening? A lot of time it's to do with the existing addition. Uh, then you have to get into the, the need to, to get planning permission for it, fire regulations, building regulations, how you get access to it, if it's a, a unit above a shop. So these things, these things are much more complex than people often assume. So people who will say, look, you have the power to just CPO these buildings, you're saying it's not that simple. No, it's it's definitely not that simple. They're in private ownership. And I, I often find the people who use the terminology CPO have never actually done one. Well, have there been any CPOs by Dublin City Council this year? So Dublin City Council, we would CPO what we call uh, derelict sites. Okay, so they okay. Would so be how many of those was, have been CPO'd, let's say, in the last 12 months? In the last 12 months, I think we're it's low enough to be in the 20s. But we do have them on our register. But the definition of dereliction is, it's yet again, it's not as simple as people drive by a house and see nobody living in it and think it's derelict. So for a derelict site to be CPO'd by local authority, the roof has to be gone. It has to have no windows. You know, the walls have to be collapsing. So, so it is complex. Um, is the correct type of accommodation being built in the city now? Are there too many apartment blocks going up and not enough sort of long-term homes for people? Well, I think an apartment block is a long-term home um, for, for some people. I think what The minority, is, in fairness, I think, in yeah. Ireland. Yeah, I, I think Irish people tend to like the three-bed semi-detached house, but the reality is, in a Dublin city context, that we need to be providing the density on the land we have to get the best value for the land we have and the best use in the city context. And if you look at cities all over Europe and the world, they have a lot higher density within the city area. So we will be delivering an awful lot of apartments, uh, units, but, but people can happily live in those for long periods of time, as we could see from across Europe and, and you know the rest of the world. I'm just wondering at what point you feel that the cost of accommodation in this city is going to be regulated or stabilised. Because that's what most people want, bar, I suppose, the availability. They want to know when will I be able to afford to rent or to live in this city or to buy in this city. Well, I suppose from my point of view, my my key responsibility is to deliver public housing, be it social and affordable. I think in general... You will see that as supply comes on stream, it will regulate the market and it's basic law supply and demand. So it's similar to housing for all. We need to be building houses. And as we build those houses, it will regulate and bring the cost prices for both rental and sale down. We're going to have to leave there. Colleen O'Reilly, Assistant Chief Executive of Dublin City Council. Thanks for speaking to us. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.